This Rebrenyan, Sitas Kisiv, Tashtu Chavdal, 1964, and we finished the first Sicha. The theme of the first Sicha. Sure, what's the name again? Avram David C. Hirsch? Avram David C. Hirsch. So, what we learned yesterday was that the Aldrebbe's words when he left prison, when right before he was told that he was free to go, Aldrebbe's words were the words of Tilim, they're very significant and very um, connected to his redemption. Hashem redeemed my soul in peace for those who warred against me because the many were with me. We learned there's two explanations of the words, the many were with me. One explanation is that many people were against me, and despite the fact that many people were against me, Hashem still redeemed me. And another explanation is that many people were actually with me, many people prayed for me, that's why I was redeemed. And then we brought in a third insight into the same words, and that is that there are people, that they may be individuals, but they're considered like a rab, they're considered like a, all the Jewish people, because everybody needs them. And even those people, even those people which were against the Alter Rebbe, they also need the Alter Rebbe. Not just those people who were supporting the Alter Rebbe, but even those people which were going against the Alter Rebbe and sought his imprisonment, they need the Alter Rebbe as much as those people who were supporting the Alter Rebbe. They need Chassidus and what Alter was, was giving them. It was, it was a, Alter was just a, a, a it's, not, it's not a question of branding and uh, whose team you're on. God was giving a gift to Jewish people through the Alter Rebbe, for all the Jewish people, and everyone needs us. So the Alter Rebbe was just a conduit through which the gift of Chassidus was given. But something that God was doing, giving, giving this to the Jewish people, and everyone needs the, needed what the Alter Rebbe was giving the Jewish people. So even those even those who were the many who were against me, also, there's chus, and because of them, the Gula had to happen. They needed the Alter Rebbe also to be redeemed. And we learned how um, this is very significant in regards to how your, 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 every sikh is a way of thinking. So in regards to when you see someone who is opposing chassidus and you think like uh, that this person doesn't have a connection to it, there's no such thing as this person doesn't have a connection to it. Chassidus is for all the Jewish people. And if you meet somebody and it, everything was by divine providence, it's not just about uh, whatever reason you think it may have been met. There's, there's something significant, something has to get done. And it's it's connected to Torah mitzvahs, and uh, and there's no there's no um, there's no separation to one Jew and another, and we're all the same. We all need chesedus. That was the theme of the first sicha. Uh, let's go now to the second sicha, the bottom of two fifty one. Is dalt. Next page. In every Pasuk, there, is the, there are those commentaries who explain the Pasuk in a simple way. And then there are the deeper meanings brought out through other Purushim. Not just the Pshat, there's also a depth. Also, this Pasuk that the Atab recited has an explanation in the Gemara. What does Gemara say? Anybody who is involved in Torah and kindness and down to the meaning. Let's get the parentheses. 
Hashem says, I consider him as if he redeemed me. Hashem says, I consider him as if he redeemed Hashem and my children from the Goyim. The, um, the words, uh, never says in the parentheses that, that although the Gemara says anyone's Oysik Batera, the Friedrich Rebbe explains that the word Oysik doesn't just refer to Taira, but also refers to the other two things. Meaning, as we'll see later on, the, the word Oysik is like a business. So it's possible to learn Taira. It's possible that Taira is your business, that you care about it, and, you, and wherever you're going, like you're always giving out your uh, business cards, and you're always uh, you're sharing what, your, your, your Yelp and your thing, and your, this is your business. So Oysik, but Taira, doesn't just mean that you're learning Taira, but it means that, you're, that that's your business. And the Friedrich Rebbe said, the word Oysik is also referring to its stuff, and also referring to that that's your thing, that you, you, you share it with people, and it's your, it's your, you make it your business because it is your business. Anyway, so Hashem says, if you make this your business, I consider it as if you took me out of Golos, took my children out of Golos. This is a completely different explanation than the simple pshat. What's the simple pshat? The simple meaning is David Amalekh is talking about himself. God redeemed me, David, from prison, from, from uh, the wars against him. And Hashem is saying, no, this is a different, the, the, the Gemara is saying, this is referring to God. Hashem is saying, if you learn Torah and you do kindness and you die with a minion, you're going to redeem me. And that by redeeming me, you're also going to cause my children to go out of Golis. It's a whole different thing. So there must be a message over here for every single Jew for a daily life, because everything in Torah is a lesson, and every place, every time, and for each of us, what, what, what are we supposed to get from this? By first giving an introduction. Everyone recognizes the fact that the world has two parts. There is a spirituality that's in the world, and there's a physicality and corporality of the world. There's a part of the world which is spiritual, holy, and luminous. There's a part of the world that, that before you do anything, what that part of the world is, Gashmistic. It's even not just Gashmistic, it, it conceals godliness. It doesn't allow Kedusha to flow into it. it. doesn't allow light to go into it. So, at first glance, logically, these two parts of the world are at war with each other. So, it's possible that one could win, it's possible that spirituality could be redeemed, but it can't be peaceful. There, there is no way that there's going to be peace. It's either going to be physical or it's going to be spiritual. Either it's going to be an impeachment, or it's going to be. It's. it's it, there's no. There's no. There's, there's, one side could win, but it's not possible that there's going to be peace. However, when you think, when you meditate, what is the source of spirituality, light, and holiness in the world? Then you get a different perspective. Where does it come from? Uh, we have three souls. Our three souls, whenever we encounter something, have asked different questions about everything that we see. 
my animal soul sees a cup of tea and says, oh, that's Geshmak, have some. My intellectual soul says, what is a cup of tea? What's in it? What's made out of it? My godly soul asks one question, where does it come from? That's, 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 the, that's the three uh, souls, how they, how they encounter everything in the world. So looking at the world logically, the intellectual soul, the intellectual soul, there's Ruchnius, there's Gashmius, they're at odds with each other. But you go from the source of things, Hine, the, then the following comes out. There are some people that think that everything begins with logic. Everything with, begins with intelligence. And some people say that not only, does, not only do we have intelligence and logic and we're born... Some people say you don't have to even work on it. Just there's something God gave the world every... Every person has logic, every person has intelligence, and people can just get it right naturally. People just are born with an innate sense of right and wrong, and they can just get things. It has been specifically in our generation, where it has been demonstrated that when you just rely on intelligence, you just rely on nature, what can happen is people could be wise and use their wisdom for evil. That people could use all of their achievements in logic, all of their natural resources for things that are not good, not holy, not, not luminous, but the opposite for, to destroy, to hurt. Are they called the Alam Tvisa Shultain? And even if we're not, even if not such, obviously, obviously referring to the, the Holocaust, but even if we're not just referring to such destruction, just the fact that the wicked should be, should, should be in control, that justice should not be done. People put, say darkness is light, they say bitterness is sweet, and they say that killing people who have no, done no wrong, they say that this murder is, is a way to bring perfection to humanity, and for this purpose, they've set up an entire system that kills and destroys and does exactly the opposite of goodness and light and holiness. So the, the, in the name of, of, of perfection of humanity, they use all of their intelligence and they use all their resources to do exactly the opposite. So when you think about this and you realize that intelligence doesn't always lead you to uh, this, this uh, Kantist uh, perspective that you're born with this, this innate sense of right and wrong and your mind's going to always get you to the right place. So when you, when you realize, when you think about what we've seen in our generation, that's not true. So what do you, what do you, what do you what's next, what's your conclusion? The conclusion is that if, if you would look objectively, you meditate objectively, you would realize that the truth is what God told us at Mount Sinai. What did God tell us at Mount Sinai? The source of goodness, the sort of source of light, the source of holiness is God. 
When your intelligence is based upon your faith in God, and you are using your natural resources, you're using what God gave you to reveal godliness in the world, that's, that's, that's the only way to get to light and goodness and holiness. Well, God gave us a Mount Sinai, that's the source of light and goodness in the world. That's where it all comes from. It's not your seichel. Your seichel has to be based on what Hashem told us. And through through the words of God that He told us Mount Sinai, I am Lord your God, that's the, that's the center of everything in creation. That's where all the goodness comes from. That's where, and that's what, what has to reach nations of the world as well. Right. That's true too. That's true too. But... but you can definitely say things in the name of God which are, aren't, aren't, aren't uh, uh, godly and aren't true. Um, absolutely. Uh, everyone has a free will. The, the Ramam says that uh, the... Um, what does Ramam say? The Ramam says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Kenu Hashem Echad, that Pasuk is taken by Christians to say there's three gods. There's Hashem, or Kenu Hashem. So you could you could always, always translate Torah the way Torah the opposite of what Torah is saying. The Rambam uses the pasuk, um, God's w- words are are straight, the wicked uh, stumble in them, and the righteous walk in them. So we are, weren't just given the words of God, just written Torah. We're also given tradition of what those words mean and how, and how they and, and we God didn't just give us this 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 book without without a, without a manual. He gave us a book, he gave us a manual, and told us how to, how it's applied through and and how to follow it through the tzaddikim of every generation. And this is the way to accomplish peace. It's not the goal is not that there should be two different things that fight with each other, and one can only win by destroying the other. Rather, the goal is that the world itself should have light, goodness, and, and holiness. It's not that the world should be destroyed, the world should stop to exist. Rather, the world should be in a way of Ashkanti Besechem. There should be peace between the world and the godly power which is in the world. So when you look at something in the world, it should be recognizable that. That this thing was worked on, and this thing is transparent to its true reality, the godly force in it, the godly power of Hashem that gives and animates it and creates it every moment. What did you say? The Ebrah said that in Tanya, it says the words in chapter 3, Shaykh of Shaykh Amunah, it says, If God will give us permission to see the godly energy in creation, we will not notice the physical at all. The physicality of the world, the corporality of the world, its substance wouldn't be seen by our eyes. All we would see, if we saw the Ruchnius, we wouldn't notice the Gashmis at all. The Rebbe Hashab said, the Rebbe Hashab said that the Alt Rebbe's words, if God will give us permission, uh, sounds like we don't have permission. But it said, he said we do have permission. We have permission if we make an effort. If we make an effort, then we're given permission to see the Gali energy in creation. 
Okay, there's, there's a way that was by the Alta Rebbe. The Alta Rebbe could actually literally see Begashimus physically, the Gali energy in creation. But uh, I, the is, there's a spectrum to this, to this truth of working on yourself and noticing the Gali energy in creation. So, the, the, but before we get to the how, let's get to the way of thinking. Before the Sikha, what are you thinking? There's Ruchnis and there's Gashmis and they're at war with each other. And Rebbe is saying that the goal is Pad B'Shalom. The goal is that the world itself should reveal its godliness, its holiness, its goodness. It's 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 a it's a just a, a, a paradigm shift of where is what is what is the goal? Where where is what does victory look like? Victory doesn't look like one side wins. Victory looks like the world itself reveals the goodness that's in it. So when you take a, a cup of water, you say bivari, so you reveal the godliness in the cup of water. And when you make, think of varchsis for davening. And that changes the way you look at the world. So then your eyes and your mind are, are, are constantly in a state of, uh, of Einu Avade. Constantly until, until uh, you check your whatever. Okay. Until you start Hedom. <laughs> Even if you come to the right conclusion that the goal of a person is not to just dedicate himself to the Gashmish of the world, not to, not to change it. And even if you come to accept what the Rebbe is saying, you can't rely on your Seichel. And you can't rely on yourself because you are jaded, you, you, have, you have love for yourself, and all faults are covered by self-love. So even if you accept this, this, this truth, that you can't rely on yourself, your Seichel is not going to get there, and you're and your uh, self-love will prevent you from seeing all your faults. Lahatstik, uh, next page, S. Your self-love will make you think that all your not good things are really right. You'll, you'll always justify things. Not only, the, not only as you were saying before, Zev, not only, okay, let's accept this. The goal is to reveal douche in the world, but you're, and you accept it's all correct, it's all fine. But you, what may happen is that your self-love will say that all the not good things you're doing, they're mitzvahs, the kedusha. And a person may do what all his heart of stone desires. He may have a heart of stone. Like the Yankel who went to, to, he sees a poor person by his door, and he doesn't give him anything to eat. The guy dies and the guy gets sick and he goes to the hospital. I messed up the story. He gave him, he said he had some old fish. He gave him the old fish. And uh, the guy gets sick from indigestion. He goes to the hospital. He visits him in the hospital. The guy dies the next day. He goes to Levaya, and he does Nicholavalim. He goes to visit, visit the, the, the orphans, and he gives a little sucker to them. He tells his wife, you saw that fish you wanted to throw out? I did five mitzvahs of the fish. <laughs> I visited the sick. I comforted the dead. I went to Levaya. I gave sucker. I died with a minion. So, so it could be that your heart of stone can justify anything you want to do. So then people could have a question, what is the best way to reveal godliness in the world? You, you have a, a heart of stone, and you may, may justify, well, this is what, the way you got to do it. Many people ask the question, why do we need these old things that are thousands of years old? They say the same words that we have in the end of Parshas Neach, Let's build a city. Let's build a tower that reaches to heaven. Let's build a Torah the way we see Torah. Let's build a new Torah that fits our time and our space. 
The first thing about our Torah is its goal is for God. And God wants, that's what God wants. Do things for Him, God wants the heart. So as long as we're doing things for God with our heart, why do we have to, to, to fulfill the words of the Torah? Ask your father and he will tell you. Ask your uh, elders and they will tell you. Why did they follow those words? Look at the world around you, they say, and, and uh, make a new Torah that fits the new time and, and just do things. The Gemara says God wants to hard do things for the sake of Hashem, but why are you using these old things? Why do you need Torah mitzvahs in other words? Why do you need these old, uh, old mitzvahs? I have a head on my shoulders, so I can start it all over again. This is, that's what people are asking. Yeah, okay, we'll agree. The goal is to reveal godliness in the world. But how do we do that? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We're going to make a new Torah. We're going to reconstruct the Torah. And uh, as long as we're doing things for the sake of God, it doesn't matter what we're doing. And we don't need to, uh, we have to we, it doesn't matter what we're doing. We want to do things in a way that fits the present time. And we don't need to ask our Zaydas what happened thousands of years ago, how to put on tefillin and kosher and, and all that stuff. Let's, let's, let's do something which fits into the present. This is a message we have from this Pasuk that anyone who's involved in Torah and Stockholm and Davin with the Minion, Hashem says, I consider it as if you redeemed me and my children from the Goyim. You cannot redeem the Jewish people from the nations of the world without redeeming God first. God says, if you, redeem, if you do Torah and Stockholm, it's you are redeeming me and my children. To redeem my children, you have to redeem me. You have to reveal godliness in the world from that which conceals godliness. People say, make a mistake to think, they'll bring a redemption, but godliness will remain in exile. It's like the, I think, I think they're referring to not just conservative and reform, I think they're also referring to, I mean, I think they're also referring to the Zionistic perspective. We're going to redeem the Jewish people, we're going to bring the Jews into Israel, and we're going to have a country, and it doesn't really matter about the Terimitzah's things. The Abisha says, you want to redeem my children, you want to help Jews, you cannot help Jews without revealing godliness in the world. The nature of a Jew is that for him to be redeemed, godliness has to be redeemed too. Godliness has to be revealed. From the moment that God gave us the Terim Mount Sinai, and that moment God told us, I am Lord your God who took you out of Egypt. This is the word of God which exists forever and every day. That Hashem tells every Jew. If you want to go out of the Egypt, the limitations of this day, every generation and every day, a person has to say to himself, has to, look, has to, has to picture himself as if he himself left Egypt. So today you're, you're, Zev, it's Monday, you're here. How'd you do this? So today you have to leave Egypt. Today you have to leave the limitations of Egypt. How are you going to do this? So Joshua Hashem told us Mount Sinai, I am the Lord your God who takes you out of Egypt. So to today, if I want to get out of Egypt, it's only because of it's only because of my connection to Hashem. I can't get out of Egypt of today without connecting to Hashem. Hashem at Mount, at Mount Sinai said, I am not just Hashem, I am your God, I am your power, I am your life. 
So the only way for me to get out of Egypt today is by connecting to Hashem. And only by connecting to Hashem can you be redeemed from the nations of the world. You can only be free from the hands of the Goyim by your connection to Hashem. So there are limitations. There is an Egypt in every place and every time. In order for you to really be liberated, to really be yourself, it's only by connecting yourself to Hashem. So before the Torah, the Mishnah tells us that the goal is to redeem, redeem Hashem, and by redeeming Hashem to redeem the Jewish people, the Mishnah tells us the method to do this. The method is called It's by learning Torah, it's by kindness, it's by diving with a minion. There are no new ways. The God Himself who he made it possible for the Jewish people to be exiled by the non-Jews. He gave us the cure before the disease. That we should be able to leave this exile. And how to leave this exile? They By learning Torah, by kindness, by diving with the minion. So, so the Rebbe is giving us a, a whole... Uh, um, is addressing a very broad way of thinking that, that affected many people. That first of all, that Tzimtzum is old, and if you want to, if you want to uh, be effective as Jews in, the, in, in our time, you have to, uh, you have to, you, you have to f- see what fits in our time, and, and just the, the, the make a new Torah, make something that fits the time. And the second thing that Rebbe addresses is that that uh, people think that they could help the Jewish people without talking about helping them as Jews, helping them as as revealing godliness in the world. That godliness doesn't have to be the forefront of 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 addressing. Um, a solution a, to, to help the Jewish people. And number three, there was addressing the method, the method that you need to use to help the Jewish people. So bottom line is, if you want to help the Jewish people, you have to, the, the nature of a Jew is, that since God gave us the Torah is, the nature of a Jew is he's connected to Hashem. And the only way a Jew can leave Egypt is by his connection to Hashem. And therefore, you cannot separate a, a helping the Jewish people and just physically without thinking about helping them spiritually. Uh, just parenthetically, the, the, the Baal taught, and the, the Rebbe quoted this many times, the Alter Rebbe, the Mitra Rebbe, that you, you shouldn't say to a person, I'm only going to help you if you, if you, if you do Torah um, the, the way The method is to help a person, a mitzvah is a mitzvah, helping a Jew physically is a mitzvah as well. The Rebbe is saying you can't separate them. He's not saying it's, it's, you should only help a person if it's going to help them spiritually. What I was saying is something else. What I was saying is people say that they that they are trying to build a, 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 a new kind of perspective in, in, in how the Jewish people should be, and they should be humanitarian and help people and forget about revealing godliness in the world. But the truth is that the, the nature of a Jew is that he needs the Abishta. A Jew needs the age of Abishta to go out of go out of the Egypt of the present. And what's the way a Jew needs to go out of Egypt? How does the Jew go out of Egypt? What's the method to connect to Hashem and, and to through the old stuff? Teira, Tzedaka, Minyan, these old things are the method, they, they are the means through which Hashem is revealed in the world, and through which you can only redeem the Jews by redeeming Hashem. And how do you redeem Hashem? Through Tzedaka, Minyan, and Tzedaka, you redeem the Eibishter, and when you redeem the Eibishter, that causes the Jewish people to be free. It, it, it's a mamish, a whole... Um, it, it, it's a world perspective over here. Everything to free the Jewish people, the Gemara is saying it, to first free Hashem. To free Hashem, you have to do their old stuff. Oh. Everyone got it? No? Yeah. Oh, it's already 7 o'clock. Okay, so that's the bottom line. Bottom line, my friends, is 
the goal is take, uh, the Jewish people should be redeemed from exile. To redeem Jewish people from exile, you have to redeem Hashem. To redeem Hashem, you don't need anything new. Teira, Staka, Minyan. Questions, comments, yes, sir. Just, a, just as a beard stroke, it wasn't a question. Okay. Chaim, okay. Chaim.